I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight I want to tell you about a man devoted to the monastic way of life, but who was determined to live it out with others in community. This is the story of Pacomius. Let us quiet our hearts before Almighty God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 33, on page 307 of the prayer book. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous. It is fitting for the just to be thankful. Praise the Lord with a harp. Sing praises unto him with ten-stringed lute. Sing unto him a new song. Make skillful melody and cry aloud with joy. For the word of the Lord is true, and all his works are faithful. He loves righteousness and true judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea together as in a heap, and lays up the deep as in a treasure house. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Stand in awe of him, all you that dwell in the world. For he spoke, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to naught. He makes the devices of the peoples to be of no effect, and casts out the counsels of princes. The counsel of the Lord shall endure forever, and the thoughts of his heart from generation to generation. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, and blessed are the people he has chosen for himself to be his inheritance. 
The Lord looks down from heaven and beholds all the children of men. From the habitation of his dwelling, he considers all those who dwell on the earth. He fashions all the hearts of them and understands all their works. There is no king who can be saved by a mighty host. Neither is any mighty man delivered by great strength. A horse is considered a vain hope to save a man. Neither shall it deliver anyone by its great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon those who fear him and upon those who put their trust in his mercy to deliver their soul from death and to feed on them in the time of famine. Our soul has patiently waited for the Lord, for he is our help and our shield. Our hearts shall rejoice in him because we have hoped in his holy name. Let your merciful kindness, O Lord, be upon us as we have put our trust in you. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. How does a person combine a desire to live a devout, holy life of prayer and work, yet not abandon Jesus' call to serve others in community? Let me tell you the story of Pacomius. Born in 286 A.D., in a small village in southern Egypt, Pacomius grew up as a pagan, but was exposed to Christianity when he was forcibly conscripted into the army as a young man. Some Christians came to console and feed him and his friends in their time of distress, and Pacomius was deeply moved by this act of love and vowed that if he was able to leave the army at some point, he would imitate their example and dedicate himself to a life of service to others. Soon he was able to leave the army and immediately sought to be catechized and then baptized into the Christian faith. He wanted to dedicate himself wholeheartedly to Jesus, and so he followed the example of the Egyptian monks and decided to live in poverty and solitude for seven years. This life of monastic solitude was a growing reaction against what was seen as the lessening and loosening of holy living that emerged once Emperor Constantine legalized Christianity, and Christianity became, instead of a persecuted minority faith, mainstream religion in the empire. Monasticism was a response to a more rigorous and disciplined approach to faith, and it first gained popularity in the deserts of Egypt, where men like St. Anthony took it upon themselves to flee the comfort and worldliness of life in the city and embrace a life of hardship and prayer in the desert. Typically, these early monastics lived alone in caves or small solitary dwellings. In fact, that's where the word monk comes from, from the Greek word monakos, solitary. But not all were content with this extreme solitude. They wanted to follow the monastic example of abandoning worldly comforts and success and dedicate themselves to holy living, but they resisted the idea that this necessitated living alone. After all, aren't most of the New Testament's teaching about Christian behavior focused on how believers ought to love and care for the other? How is it possible to follow the example of Christ who gave his life for others if you spend your whole life alone away from others? So after living in solitude for seven years, Pacomius received a vision that he was to dedicate himself as a monk, but to the service of others. So, with the help of his brother John, he built a large enclosure that would be able to house a small community of monks who would live not a solitary, but rather a communal 
monastic life. In order for the community to function well, Pacomius realized that they would need to be ordered and have a system of authority, and so he wrote and developed the first monastic rule and created a system of strict monastic obedience to superiors. But though there was a structure of authority, the basic principle for everyone who lived in the community was a pattern of mutual service, not seeking to be served, but to serve and give themselves for the sake of others. Pacomius's community flourished, and he went on to found eight more communities during his lifetime, each with several hundred monks. His sister also followed his example and began to found similar monastic communities for women. These communities modeled what would become the motto of St. Benedict, Ora et Labora, Pray and Work. Members of the community would spend their days gathering for prayer and then dispersing for the work that they were assigned, and then gathering for prayer again. And even as they worked, Pacomius' vision was that they would always be engaged in prayer or in meditating on Scripture. What their work produced was sold in local markets to provide both for the needs of the monks and charitable gifts for the poor. Pacomius is the founder of what is called Cenobitic, meaning common life, monasticism. Influencing later leaders like St. Basil and St. Augustine and St. Benedict, who followed his example in establishing communities dedicated to prayer, work, and mutual service. Pacomius' call to surrender and submit to one another reminds me of the words of Jesus in Matthew 20, verse 25. Jesus called to his disciples and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. It shall not be so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be your slave, even as the Son of Man came not to be served but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. This is the story of Pacomius the story of an ordinary saint that God empowered to impact his generation with the gospel. May his story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed, saying together, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Collect for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Aid Against Perils Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. Let us conclude this evening with prayer number 15 on page 650 of the prayer book for monastic orders and vocations. O Lord Jesus Christ, you became poor for our sake, that we might be made rich through your poverty. Guide and sanctify, we pray, those whom you call to follow you in poverty, chastity, and obedience, that by their prayer and service they may enrich your church, and by their life and worship may glorify your name. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.